You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bless Your Heart. It is September 3rd, and today's guest is Ernie Olson. Um, He's also a local comedian in the scene. He's somebody I know around town going to open mics. He's a cook at Helium, so he's got the inside track on Helium. Let's hope we get something out of him. Um, While you're here at You Gonna Meow Podcast Network, make sure you check out our other shows. We've got Marriage Survival Boot Camp, which is one that I do with my husband talking about how we've been married so long. Um, we've got uh, the Boo Ha with Emily Faye Coleman, a new one coming out right here at the beginning of this month, so go check that one out. Um, also, there is VHS Vengeance with Dave uh, Lowry and Nick Puente. Um, they watch B-movies on VHS and then tell you why it's great. Um, and they're super funny, so be sure to check that one out. Um, on top of that, we've got Angelically Challenged with Angelique Harrington and Allison Troy. They both are fantastically funny. They're doing some skits. They've got this weird lady who does their commercials. I don't know about her, but you know, check it out, see what you think. And then, of course, you can't forget the vault dweller. He's doing a show called No Dog Radio. Uh, stay tuned because Crocked Crickets is also coming. Um, a relative of mine, so you should definitely enjoy that one. If you like me, you're going to like him because I think he got some of his personality from me. Enjoy this episode of Bless Your Heart with Ernie Olson, episode 38. We had to put Meemaw in a nursing home. Bless her heart. She ain't got a pot to piss in. Bless her heart. He's dumb as dirt. Bless his heart. Bless your heart. You think it's originally, it's, it's a nice thing to say. And then you realize that it basically means you. What did you do? So what was going on while you were on your way up here today? Uh, not a whole lot. Just traffic. I had to get my kid uh, in the shower and out of the shower. She likes to take forever. So That's the way kids are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kids can be a little bit of a... You said you have a five, a nine-month-old? A nine-year-old. Nine-year-old. Nine-year-old daughter and a five-month-old son. Five-month-old. I got it backwards. Okay. So what's your name? Do you care? Uh, yeah, my uh, my daughter's name is Rosabella. Oh, that's pretty. And my son's name, I won a bet with my wife and got to name him Odin. You got to name your son Odin? Yes, his what's name his, is Odin. What's his middle name? Drake. Drake. That's amazing. Odin, that's a big name to live up to. Does he got a personality to go with it? He sure does. <laughs> you may dread you, you may dread that decision. He's discovered his voice now and he's starting to jabber in the back seat. His that- displeasure with riding in his car seat. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Odin's known to uh, air his displeasure whenever he doesn't really, isn't really happy. So you, you may have cursed yourself. You ever consider that? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's like he found out when he was in the womb because like, he was kicking like, from I the time he was gone. inside. Yeah. It's the angriest baby that I've ever seen <laughs> right out, 
right out of the gate, he was just. He's perturbed with the world. He was warm. And then we pulled him out into the cold world and he was not happy. I was like, I don't like this shit at all. (laughs) That's a great name. That is a great. So I got to ask, what kind of a bet did you guys have that? What was the name your wife wanted to name him? Well, we decided with with our second one, we wanted to go with something super Scandinavian because I'm that's my heritage, and mm-hmm. I wanted that. You do like, look like a Viking. You do I, look like a Viking. I do get that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we picked out a girl's name because I was almost certain she was almost certain we were going to have another girl. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how things went in my family and hers. So I was like, ah, if it's a boy, can I just? Can I get the name? And if it's a girl, you like this name, it was going to be Karina May. Oh, that's pretty, too. So that would have been, if it was a girl, she really liked that one, and that was going to be the name. And then... And you just thought, well, the odds of it being a boy, like, what are the odds? So (laughs) to go super Scandinavian, I went with Odin, and then... She really liked the name Drake, because it means dragon, and she really loves dragons, so... Mm -hmm. My my nephew goes by Drake R S E R C E online because um, he lo- he loves that name too. So yeah, I like that a lot. So Odin Drake. Now, see that's interesting because uh, when I was okay, you you were talking about how your kids are so far apart. That's almost kind of like my family because I have one sister above me who's twelve years older than me. So when I was born. My mom and dad were going to name me after our two grandfathers. And they've been holding on to this name because they had two boys up front. They had my brother Nick, then my brother John. Then they had a girl, then they had a girl, then they had a girl. And then they get to me, and they're like, okay, if this one's a boy, this one's going to be the boy. We're going to name it after the grandfathers. It is the most horrific name you've ever heard in your life. And that is uh, Dennis Alvin. My name would have been Dennis Alvin if I'd have been a boy. And my mom said, well, I guess God just didn't want me to have a boy. So now I think maybe maybe the Christian God is not the God that's ruling over us. It's Odin. So when you were like, if it's a boy, I'll name it Odin. And Odin was like, well, it's a boy. I mean, <laughs> so you got blessed. So there you go. You have the, you got blessed by Odin himself. That's how you got that boy, I think. Do you like that hey, theory? That's a good theory. <laughs> I'm sorry. So tell me, um, so you you were talking about being Scandinavian and looking like a Viking, and you have this amazing beard, and we're in the land of beards out here in Portland. So you said you have a um, a show you're going to be doing at Helium, because you work at Helium, you also do comedy. Yeah, I work in the, in the back, in the kitchen. As soon as I moved over here to Oregon from nice. Idaho, I found, it's like one of the first jobs I found, found it within a week, and I was like, oh, I got comedy and cooking. I love both of those. Right. And applied right away, started doing comedy and decided uh, it'd be fun because I haven't seen one around here to do a, a show featuring just bearded comedians. That would be great, yeah. And uh, figured uh, the easiest way to do something like that would be for charity and That's came up idea. with uh, Portland Homeless Family Solutions is going to be the charity nice. that we're going to be uh, doing it for. Excellent. That's uh, that, now. That's is that a where is that? Lo- is that like in downtown Portland? Is it like can people donate to it if they're like, hey, I like this guy's deal. Just look up Portland Family Charities. Did you say it's Portland 
Homeless Family Solutions. Homeless Family Solutions. I'm sorry. They have a they have a website and um, I believe their office is downtown. They okay. have ways to donate through there. Uh, All right, cool. That's cool. Now, now tell me this. Um, I have a beard joke, um, but I don't have a beard. So I'm going to have to give it to you guys and let you just tell it for me on say, since this is the beard show, I'll give you my one beard joke and then you guys tell it. Is that okay? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're smart. You didn't promise up front. <laughs> okay. Now, because this is Bless Your Heart and I asked you about your Bless Your Heart story. And I feel like I'm rushing you and I don't mean to, but of course we have to give up the room and, you know, at the end of the hour. So I have to kind of get to things. But um, what uh, your your Bless Your Heart story. So you said you had this whole tale for me. So I'm curious to hear. Um, yeah, so me and my, my oldest sister uh, went on a, a long road trip. We went from Idaho to Florida. She had just got finished moving from Belize to Florida and Florida back up to to Idaho. What part of Florida? Uh, in Cocoa Beach. Oh, I know Cocoa Beach. Okay. <clears throat> so we were trying to figure out how to get all of her stuff because she had a deadline to get her stuff out of storage. Because um, her husband was given a, a contracting company. And then that was failing as soon as he started getting jobs lined up. Oh, the no. douchebag that he got it from was like, ah, I'll take that back now. That, you're doing really awesome, so I'll go ahead and take it back. And oh, damn. So they came back up, and we had to go down, get all of her stuff out of the storage units, button, tie up some loose ends down there. So I was her ride-along and driving partner. We uh, left in a Dodge Neon. And I'm I'm six three. She's five eleven. So we're both. <laughs> You're both crammed, tall, yeah. Crammed into a Dodge Neon. And we're like, yeah, we're gonna sleep in Nevada and Louisiana, and that's it, because we had people in both of those states. Uh huh. And we just drove and took turns. Whoever was driving, got took to energy nap. drinks Ooh. and everything, and whoever that's wasn't rough. took a nap. Yep. Uh, we agreed upon leaving no hitchhikers and she pulls over after uh in the middle of texas after i just got done driving through el paso all night and she goes ernie ernie wake up wake up like, oh, what what look over to the side we're pulling over i'm like what what are you looking for a cop instantly i'm like there's no there's no lights what What's why are you pulling over oh, this is not she goes i'm gonna pick up a hitchhiker <laughs> i look and this dude's just running Running for the car. I'm like, no. I got a question now. If you had to have an agreement before you took off that there are no hitchhikers, I take it that this is a habit? She she has a, a tendency to do what God tells her to do sometimes. Mm. And God told her to pick up a hitchhiker in the middle of Texas. In the middle of the night. Oh, it was, it was daytime. Oh, it was daytime. It was okay, just, at least it was just daytime. Breaking, just breaking light. Uh, she had been driving for a little bit. I'd been sleeping for a couple hours. Uh, so she, he's run into the car. I go, no, he's not. He's not in here yet. We can leave. He's never going to see us again. He probably won't even remember what our car looks like. Nope. And she did not. She let him in. 
And uh, the whole ride, he proceeded. Everything he said, he would follow with. You know what I mean, Ernie? You know what I mean, Ernie? Ernie? Oh, God. I've almost felt like changing my name and go, you know what? It's, it's Tony now. It's... I... Weirdest thing, I don't even know an Ernie. That's... <laughs> I don't... I don't even know why we told you my name was Ernie. Yeah, I... Wow. So you drove from Texas to how far? Florida? Yeah, we went to Florida. So this we was gonna, going. Yeah. Cool. And we were going to be stopping in Louisiana to sleep for the night, mm-hmm. or at least for the night, maybe the day, the next day. And uh, he got to talking about like where he was going and where we were going. And I tried to send like messages telepathically. When he's like, we're going to Florida, I was like, no, Mel, we're only going to Louisiana. That's the next stop. <laughs> and right, she didn't right. she didn't pick up on him. Oh. She was like, oh, we're going to Florida, too. Oh, man. So we gave him a ride all the way to Florida. And uh, upon telling me all of his stories and all of his life stories, like, oh, uh, I stole a car in in L.A., and that's why I was on my way to Florida to try to see my daughter. Uh, I got mixed up with a gang. They wanted me to hotwire this car in L.A., and it broke down. That's when I was walking. And then he kept offering to drive. We're like, eh, no, no, you can just stay back there. <laughs> We're already going to have to scrub that seat anyways. So Right. And you don't even know if you have a felon in the car with you? Because if he admits he stole a car, that means somebody might be looking for him. And then uh, to thank us for his ride, for the ride there, he kept offering to crap out an ounce of weed for me when we got to Florida. I was like, eh. Keep it. Yeah, you can keep your shitty weed, man. Yeah. It's, it's all you. I don't really want it. No, man. Ew. We, we started getting into Florida. We were feeding him the whole time, too. He's like, oh, man, if you haven't noticed, I haven't been going to the bathroom. I've been waiting to push this out. I'm like, eh. Wow. I could tell. You're stinking up our car. This is your wet tweaker smell was bad enough. Now we have that to deal with. What did you do with him in Louisiana? Uh, he stayed at the same place that we were at because the people we were going to stay with in Louisiana knew my sister. They uh-huh. went on a missions trip with her to Belize. Oh, okay. So they were trying to like preach to him and oh, everything dear. like the whole time. Oh, dear. Okay, so I didn't catch that. Well, I mean, I caught that your sister does what God tells her to, but I didn't catch she was that really. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's hard to argue with, isn't it? It was. It was. I bet you didn't Uh, sleep. Did you sleep much around this guy? Not a whole lot. Yeah, I wouldn't have I had a knife this big. He's saying about eight inches. The whole time. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. I would have been freaked out. Because, you know, back in the 70s, uh, can I ask you a dumb question? How old are you? I'm 31. You're 31. Okay, you're about 10 years younger than me. You're a little more than 10 years younger than me. Yeah, because so you were born in the 80s. I was born in the 70s. Um, when I was born in the 70s, like, my brother used to, like, hitchhike from, like, California to Georgia and would do it. Have you ever heard stories about people hitchhiking in the 70s, like, in their military outfits and stuff? Like, I've worked with some people who have hitchhiked, not in the 70s, but yeah. they've hitchhiked. They've told me that they've scored all kinds of cool drugs while doing it. Yeah, I've heard. I've always heard like military men talk about it. Like my, like I said, my brother would do it, and he would like they would wear their really nice out, and they would hitchhike in their uniforms, and people would pick them up because they were military, you know. Which I always thought that was kind of odd. I would have thought somebody would have, you know, 
go you know it's like i'm gonna dress up like well what do they call that stolen valor or something like that yeah i could totally see somebody doing that and then you know cutting you up in your car in the middle of the night i don't know if i could uh uh-uh your sister is a good soul she's a good trusting soul it sounds like yeah it it got more interesting when we got to florida because we were supposed to get him a hotel room and that fell through so all the things knowing that she had that he had stolen a car in L.A. and he was on the run. He's like, ah, well, we're going to go to where we need to go and you can just sleep in the car. Okay, that's, that's smart. He You're just stole a car in L.A. You're going to just let him sleep in ours? Sure, why not? Did and he steal the car? No. I car, am surprised. <laughs> everything, everything was left. He vanished with almost no trace, just the after smell of wet tweaker <laughs> that we then had to scrub for a couple hours ah, to get rid of it. Ooh, I can't stand that sort of thing. Ah. You know, that's worse. I had a friend, Eric, one time that came to visit here in Portland, and when we dropped him off at the airport, we walked him in, and uh, he farted in my car. And it was like in July, and we closed the car up. I didn't know. He went, he was the last person out, so he farted in the car and then closed all the doors. Then we go in and see him off, and then we come back out to the car, this nice little present. But it sounds like your tweaker friend left a much bigger present than, ugh. Yeah, my sister got me with a pretty good car fart on the way back, too, that I you, learned she could read minds at the wrong time. <laughs> and how is that? Uh we were, we were coming back, going into Nevada, almost to my aunt's house again, um, and she farted. It was loud and obnoxious, and she had a pillow on her lap, and I went, had the thought in my head, oh, my God, I'm glad that pillow was right there. And she turned to me, smiled an evil smile, and lifted the pillow up. <laughs> and like a green cloud, it just mushroom cloud, just, like... A stink bomb just went off in the car and just filled the whole thing. God loves sisters, right? Me and my sister used to torture my mom. We would do the Georgia to Florida trip in the car, and we would eat Taco Bell the whole way, just just trying to outdo each other. It was horrible. We're horrible people. I know she's listening. I'm still trying to get my sister back from that one. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think... You just got to find, like, the right Christmas, you know, that one of those really great family moments, you know, put your arms around her, look her in the eye and tell her, like, I love you, your family, and then just fart on her and just hold, like, the most horrendous, like, whatever it is that makes you fart like a crazy person, eat it for two days leading up to Christmas. That's what I would do if I were you. That's love. I think I'd have to go, like, a solid week and just destroy my insides (laughs) to be able to even come close to what what she she did did. it was it was like a week of driving in the car eating nothing but fast food energy drinks coffee energy shots Uh, there's yeah that's a rough that's yeah those are rough farts right there what about what about colon blow have you ever had my sister-in-law used to make this drink where she would take apples and bananas and grapes and oranges and all these different fruits and then like a half a cup of orange juice with pulp and then hit it with the blender and it's a super thick shake you know fruit shake and she would drink it and like two hours later it would just blow everything out because it's just straight up fiber it just you know lots of water and boom you could hit her with that i bet that would be good but you might want to be careful you don't want to like 
be like yeah. Merry Christmas and leave a pile in the. <laughs> I once had a coworker tell me, uh, "You had to be careful not to push too hard. You don't want to draw mud." Is <laughs> probably the best advice I've ever gotten because yeah. any fart can be a shit if you push hard enough. Yeah, this is true. You know what? Have you and you, I've I've always said too that the first time you ever shit your pants as an adult, you then never trust a fart ever after that. Like never. Like even the tiniest one, you're just like you have to like you're like are you just, yeah okay that's all right. But if it has any amount of wet to it, you're like damn it I gotta go check because you just don't trust yourself anymore. This shitting your pants news from April. <laughs> He's looking at me. I wish everybody could see your little it, look on your face. It, it's true, though. I've, <laughs> my mom has, has proven that to me time and time again. She shit her pants? On more than one occasion, she shit her <laughs> pants. Your poor mom. And how do you spell her name? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to do that to <laughs> You can find this. Mary Beth Smithson out in Idaho. <laughs> she she shit herself forty eight times herself. Her son Ernie said so. All right, so we are uh, we're getting close to the end of this. I'm sorry that we have to make this such a short one, but um, so. You're not doing any shows currently, but you're having the beard show that's going to possibly show, uh, uh, that's going to be at Helium in November, as you said, is what you're aiming for. It's a charity event, so that's yeah, really it'll cool. it'll be some Wednesday in November. It, yeah. We should be booking it next month. Uh, as awesome. soon as I get it booked, I'll Let have like advertising, posters, everything. Nice. Well, is, is Benjamin Tear on your list of comedians to go see if you could get him on? He's not. He's not. Oh, he has a beautiful beard. And he's funny, so you might want to consider him. So, But, yeah, this sounds like this will be fun. So definitely um, be on the lookout for that. Let me know when you do it because I can promote it on my pod, on the podcast network on Facebook and get that. Because I, I, I'm interviewing, like, all the comedians around town anyway. So, you know, I don't mind doing that. So we'll get that out there and people can come support the charity, which is really great. That's really awesome. I really appreciate you doing that. And Well, and I'm sorry you had to fight children in the bathtub to come out here, but... Is what it is. It is. Did you leave is them it, with your your wife, or did she go to work today? No, she's going to school, so she's got them right oh, now. Oh, she's got. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for coming and doing bless your heart. And then, of course, we can always catch you over at Helium. Um, you work, like I said, you work over there. Plus, you do comedy around town, so we'll probably see you around at some of the mics too. Yeah, I'm doing the open mics. Hopefully, I'll do a showcase soon. Yep. So maybe we'll we get you on the one over see. here. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. All right. You're listening to Bless Your Heart. My name is April, and this is Ernie Olson. Say goodbye, Ernie. Goodbye, Ernie. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 